welcome to Asphalt Talk, a podcast by and for asphalt professionals. Join our expert hosts as they tackle real industry issues to pave a smoother way for asphalt suppliers and producers. This podcast is sponsored by MAPA, the Missouri Asphalt Pavement Association. Founded to promote quality and accountability, MAPA has been serving the asphalt producers of Missouri since 1990. And now a public service announcement from our sponsor, MayCreate Design. Google Translate doesn't work for web designer to paving company translations. You say hot mix and it thinks you're talking about the latest snack craze. Wouldn't it be nice to work with a designer who knows the difference between binders and bitumen? Work with folks who have been speaking your language for the past 17 years. Visit maycreate.com. That's M-A-Y-E create.com. Because if you think your website sucks, so does everyone else. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Asphalt Talk. I'm your host, Dale Williams with Missouri Asphalt Payment Association. Today, we're sitting down with Kristen Okoye, former running back for the Kansas City Chiefs and keynote speaker for the 2024 MAPA Annual Conference. Christian, it's great to talk with you today, and I look forward to our discussion to learn a little bit about yourself and a preview of what MAPA Annual Conference attendees can expect to hear from you. So I guess, you know, first of all, Christian, the, the atmosphere at Arrowhead Stadium is really hard to describe. How was it for you the first time you stepped on the field as a player? Well, as a player, you know, stepping in the uh, Arrowhead Stadium was extremely um, different for me, of course, coming from Nigeria and going to a small school in California, Azusa Pacific, where I played in front of 1,500 fans <laughs> coming to Arrowhead Stadium where, you know, um, the noise of the fans is just shaking the whole stadium, you know. Um, you can't even hear yourself talk. Uh, it was extremely different, and uh, it took a while for me to adjust to, of course. So during your career, you had the opportunity to play with some of the all-time great Chiefs like Derek Thomas, Neil Smith, Nick Lowry, Neron Cherry, Dan Salamua. That's just to name a few. Who was your favorite teammate? Oh, my goodness. I loved all my teammates, I tell you, because uh, knowing that I uh, – I was very young in football. Uh, before I got to the Chiefs, I only played for three years. Uh, these guys, they all took me in. They all helped me out. And uh, they knew the fact that I, um, I didn't play for very long. I was still young and playing football. Everybody pitched in to help me out, the coaches. So uh, they're all my friends, you know. Even last night, we went to a third and long foundation dinner. Uh, Turn along being the foundation that Derek Thomas started when he was alive. It is still going on just to show you the uh, the passion that uh, we have here in Kansas City for our players. And um, we, it still goes on. I'm on the board. So we're over there honoring a few people, including Carl Peterson. Uh, Neil Smith was there. Uh, Bill Mars was there, of course, uh, and so many other players. Even the uh, the older guys, Bobby Bell was there too, uh, along with uh, Jan Stenrud and a few others. Um, just to show you the uh, the uh, the relationship that we have for each other, you know, um, the, the ones that I played with, Bill Mars, Darren Cherry, uh, we talk all the time. Uh, we work together through our foundations. Um, Jonathan Hayes, who is not living here in Kansas City, I talk to him all the time. Barry Ward, who I played with, I talk to him all the time. When I do my foundation events here in Kansas City, they all show up. 
you know. Uh, so we have great relationship, all of them. Well, that's neat that you built long, long lasting relationships and everybody still gets back together. So yes. on the other side of the, the other side of the ball, who was maybe the most challenging player or team you faced during your career? Well, uh, it, it, uh, an opponent that did play for the Chiefs, of course. Um, well, you know, when we played, when I played, I we played in a single back offense. You know, I was the main focus of the offense. So everybody targeted me, you know, so they all challenges, all of them, you know, because um, every time I touch the ball, they all want to kill me, you <laughs> see. So, so um, and I knew that, you know, so I played like I knew that uh, because um, I had to defend myself, you see, especially when you play within the division when you play against the Raiders, the Broncos, and the uh, Seahawks back then, and the San Diego Chargers, of course, uh, now the LA Chargers. Every time we play within the division, it was always tough. It's like playing the uh, playoff game. So um, I can't single out one particular guy because all the defenses were challenges for me. Yeah, I, I certainly understand that. Um, during your career, is there one particular game or play that stands out to you? I have a few. I have a few. I um, <laughs> uh, One is that uh, in 1989, we went to uh, Seattle to play the Seahawks, and that place was very, very noisy, uh, very loud, and the field was extremely bad. The turf was so bad, it has folds on it. And um, I, I remember two incidents. Uh, one was um, I, um, I was running the ball, and I tripped over the fold, and I was catching myself. And uh, one of the linebackers, I can't remember who it was, hit me on my right shoulder and dislocated my shoulder. And the shoulder, the ligament actually, you know, ripped off a part of the bone. Mm. And um, my shoulder was hanging like this, you know. Uh, I ran to the sideline, the trainers popped it back in, and I went back in and finished the game. For the rest of the season, I learned how to put my shoulder back in because it always pops out every time I hit somebody. You know, so that's one incident. Second incident was same city. Um, because it was so noisy, quarterback always calls two plays. We get to the line of scrimmage, you change the plays, whether it's right or, or left. And that I never hear him. And I say, Steve, just let me know what, you, what you're calling, which side you're going. If you're going to the right, because I cannot hear you, I'm eight yards deep, you know, uh, give me a sign you know, shake your leg or something like that. Tell me which side we're going. But you always forget. And one player, we were on this 11-yard line going in to score. And, of course, he forgot to tell me which side. And I guessed right. So I was going right, and everybody was pulling left. By the time I realized and came back, got the ball, all the blocks were taking place, you know. So um, I ran eight guys over and scored. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, you know, at the top of my uh, thing. So that's that's one. And then the second one was um, uh, playing the Miami Dolphins here in Kansas City. We we got the kickoff ball on the uh, 20 yard line. I started running the ball and I ran it like I think it was six times. The seventh time I touched the ball, I scored. Uh, that particular play that I scored on, um, the defense never touched me. I just went through the line and scored. 
And uh, Shula, who was the coach for the Miami Dolphins, every time I see him, he says, Christian, he puts his arms around my shoulder. Christian, I got to tell you, I saw the best run player ever in my whole entire career. And he would describe the play every time, you know. And uh, uh, one time after I retired, I uh, started working with the military. We were in Miami. I took uh, some, some of the boys, about 17 of them, to, to the Super Bowl uh, with all my partners. And we went to Shula's restaurant, his steakhouse. And somebody told me that Coach was there having dinner with his family. So I went in there and said, uh, Coach, uh, if, you, if you don't mind, uh, after you finish your, your dinner, can you come out and say hello to, to the guys? And I explained to him who I was with. He said, sure, sure, sure. I'll be over there, Christian. So I went back to the guys and I told him, I said, hey, I bet you guys, when the coach comes out, he's going to tell you a story about one play I had against Miami. They said, yeah, yeah, right. You know, he came out. <laughs> He came out and everybody said, coach, he said, hold on, hold on, everybody. Listen, I got to explain to you. I got to talk to you about this one play by Christian Okoye in Kansas City. And everybody looked at me. How did you know he was going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> so that was one, you know. Uh, so that's I always remember that and I tell that story all the time. That's awesome. So who's probably been the most important professional mentor you've had during your career? Oh man, I have I have so many. Um, uh, first of all, my very first coach in Nigeria by the name of uh, Patrick Anoka. Uh, he was the one that actually convinced my dad that um, I had some talent. He uh, begged him. He said, "Told my dad, I'll come pick him up, and I'll drop him off to make sure he's home." <laughs> you know, because I was like crazy with sports. I played soccer all the time, uh, so he was one. And then, of course, uh, going to Azusa Pacific, I, um, uh, my track coach, Terry Franson, he actually took me in as a dad, you know, because I left my home in Nigeria, I left my family back home. And then my football coach, uh, Jim Milhon, in, uh, in, in Azusa Pacific. Then coming to Kansas City, uh, Billy Matthews was my position, position coach when I first got here, and he treated me like one of his sons. You see, and then of course, when Marty came, Marty realized that I haven't played football for very long, only five years before he got here ever. And uh, he treated me as such, and uh, he was very gentle with me and, uh, you know, supported me and guided me uh, throughout the time that he coached me. Yeah, you know, I, I don't really want to steal much thunder from your presentation, but, you know, when I was researching kind of your career, I was amazed that. You never touched a football or played football organized until what was maybe your junior year in college or sophomore year. Yeah, junior year in college. Yes. Yeah, that that's <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty amazing that you you never never played football until you were a junior in college and, and went on to have an awesome NFL career. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's really amazing. Um, when you look at the the sports world today, I've got um, a couple of young kids. We do all the travel sports and you know all the <clears throat> The, the time spent on that and, uh, yeah. you know, trying to reach that next level. and Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned your, your foundation a little bit earlier. Can you tell us a little bit about the Christian Okoye Foundation? Yes. Uh, yesterday I was telling folks at the dinner um, about my foundation and I told them, I said, um, um, I actually was um, inspired 
um, after arriving to Kansas City and seeing um, the work that uh, ambassadors do in Kansas City, Walter, Walter White was the head of it. Uh, Walter White and um, Carl Peterson actually started the ambassadorship here in Kansas City, which is going strong in Kansas City. No other team in the NFL has uh, uh, ambassadors like we do. You know, uh, we raise a lot of money. We help a lot of charities in Kansas City area. So um, uh, when I when I started my foundation, I started working with inner city kids, kind of tried to inspire them like I was inspired when I was young by Coach Anuwa. Uh, just showing them the ways how they can improve their lives through sports. So that's what my foundation does. We've been doing that since 1990 and um, uh, still going on today. Uh, we have um, Christmas uh, shopping with kids, um, which is coming up December 9th here in Kansas City. We're going to take about 228 kids giving them 200 bucks each to go over there and buy whatever they want. And these are kids that don't get the opportunity to have, you know, celebrate Christmas like uh, other kids, you see. So, and uh, another thing that I do is that uh, part of the money that I raise here in Kansas City through my uh, roast event that I do every April, I, um, I have a program also in Nigeria, year-round program for the kids. Um, I have three uh, uh, guys who are working the program every Saturday. They're working with about 200, 250 kids uh, year round. So uh, those are the things that I'm doing just because I was inspired by a lot of people in my life. Uh, somebody helped me out there. So I got to help somebody else. That, that is awesome that, that you're committed to, to, to that same you know, thing that inspired you. Do, you. do you get back to Nigeria often? You know, I haven't gone back in a few years, but I plan to go back this spring. Yeah, to see the program going. Yeah. You still have family over there? Yes, I do. I still have family. Yeah, I still do. So talking about some of these younger athletes, um, what's one piece of advice you'd give to an athlete trying to make it to the college or professional level? All I got to tell them is uh, hard work. You know, just work. Keep working. You know, uh, don't try to you know, show anybody that you're a good athlete. All you have to do is work hard and people will see your hard work and see the results. Um, because that's what I did. Um, I went to a very small school. We didn't play on TV and uh, still I was seen, you see? So hard work is everything. You know, if you can perfect your work, people will see your hard work and see the results and uh, you'll be successful. So what, what's one thing that most people in the sports world don't know about you? Um, let me see. Um, well, <laughs> I will say the hard work part of it because people don't know how hard I work in everything that I do. You know, whether it's playing football or working with kids, my foundation and stuff like that. I learned that from my father. You know, uh, if you want to succeed in life, you have to work extremely hard on the things that you want to get, you want to have. And I try to teach that to my own kids, um, that hard work just trumps everything. You know, it just overrides everything. Um, uh, because if you don't, nothing, nothing is given to us. You see, um, that's my motto. That, that's, uh, that's good advice. Um, can you give the audience a little preview of your keynote message that you'll be delivering at the conference on January 9th? 
Yes, I, all this I'll be talking about, you know, I'll be talking about my life and, uh, you know, what uh, I've learned in my life, you know, um, uh, <laughs> throughout uh, my career and people that I've met, you know, um, I'm just going to relate the messages that I, uh, I have because uh, I believe that if you help me, it's going to help somebody else. Great. We really look forward to hearing that. So as we wrap up here, do you have any parting thoughts you'd like to share? Well, um, I'm just looking forward to being with you guys. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, every time I stand in front of in front of a group, it's a it's a good opportunity to bless others with your life and uh, uh, worship, you know, uh, with others. You see, so it's an opportunity to to spread the word and uh, kind of help others, you know, because uh, you don't learn by just sitting in one place in your room. You learn by listening to the others and communicating with others. So um, that's what I will do. All right. Well, thank you for being with us today, Christian. And I'd like to say thank you for listening to Asphalt Talk, the podcast for by and for asphalt professionals. If you enjoyed listening and learned something, please leave us a review. Your review will help us connect with other professionals like yourself so we can keep the conversation going. 1992 called, they want their website back. Stop apologizing for your crappy site and stop working with that company who thinks hot mix is the latest snack craze. Work with folks who have been speaking your language for the past 17 years. And get a website that's not a gigantic pain in the you-know-what to build. Visit maycreate.com, that's M-A-Y-E, create.com, for a free consultation and quote. Because if you think your website sucks, so does everyone else. <laughs>